just that simple. There's nothing that Kobe Bryant can't do. He will defend your best player. He will shoot from the perimeter. He will get all in your mug. He will do whatever it takes. He is the most complete basketball player in the game today, bar none. He has an assassin's mentality. I said it this week, I said this when the trade went down, and I'll repeat it again. Who's starving more for an NBA World Championship? More than Kobe Bryant. There is no one. This guy is highly motivated. Long live beans. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, Gigi Bryant. The lives that were lost, Christina Mauser. The lives of the Autobellies. Rest in peace to all affected. Ironically enough, this is episode 17 of the ODP. I'm just lost for words. I mean, he's amazing. Episode 17 of the OD podcast. We got a new face. We got some, we got, we got a familiar face. But we got a new one. I'm going to actually let Wayne go. I haven't listened to this yet. Since it? the only thing I listened to the day of, man. I think it might have been a day after. That's a good thing. I listen to it, but... Don't ever mess a man with me. Again, welcome to episode 17 of the OD Podcast. I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. Behind the camera, as usual, Caprice holding it down for us. D-Hoop is to my left. Yeah. We got a new face to my right, Miss Taylor. How we doing? I'm doing good. You good over here? I do want to start out with a toast. With that, I'm with that. A toast to the lives lost. I'ma just let it. I'ma let that breathe. To see the the multiple communities and the multiple lives speak out about every life that was on that helicopter that day these are this is to you guys we thank you guys we miss you guys we love you guys we hope to make you guys proud i damn near had a bad Dino. Please don't do that. That almost got all on this white shirt. I can't afford to do to have any type of accident right now. All on this white shirt. <laughs> oh man. Well, again, again, again. Welcome to episode 17 of the OD podcast. I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson, in studio with. I guess you can call this a studio. I guess wherever we shoot is a studio, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Live and direct. Well, it is what it is. Taylor, who Caprice behind the, behind the screen. You know how we rocking. We in we in new digs. It doesn't even matter where we at. If you know. You know, if not, it's not for you to know. Um, but I do got a couple of different things I want to bring up on this pod. Uh, I'm excited about a couple of different things, but obviously, um, first podcast since uh, since that since that tragedy, and again, that's why I wanted to go ahead and have that open. Um, the rest of the way, I would love for this to be 
Um, positive. Positive, uplifting, and that's kind of the vibes that I'm on. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, couple of different things. I do want to just bring up one thing, though, because everybody was talking about how should Kobe be remembered, how should Kobe be remembered. You know what I truthfully feel like, and I don't know if everybody else agrees with me. I'm not even sure. I, I guess I do need somebody to, to agree with me. But how many times did Kobe bail the Lakers out? A lot. All the time, right? <laughs> right? For about 20 yeah. years. About 20 years worth. I'm a firm believer, and maybe this is just me going to New York and me seeing this, but going to New York and seeing the beams where the Twin Towers used to be, mm-hmm. that's a little something to me because... The footprints? Yeah, it kind of... Well, you're talking about the... I'm talking about the beam that shoots up. Did you oh, see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, from, yeah, from the... Yeah. Oh, from the, um, from the uh, actual spot that it was... Yeah, no, I was... Because uh, a lot of people think that the memorial is where they were standing, and I'm like, no, I think the beams are. Yeah, and nah. granted, I'm not from the East Coast, so anybody on the East Coast, any of my East Coast friends, please correct me. Adira, Jersey, shout out. Yeah, I believe they referred to uh, the place where the building stood as the footprints, but... Really? Yeah, but the beam that shines from there, we're talking about the same thing, I think. Okay, so if we're talking about that, I think L.A. should do one, and I think it should be like the fucking bat symbol, bro, and I think that we should have a KB in the sky. Or the Mamba symbol or something. That'd be dope. Uh, we, we, well, a statue that K, is... That, that, that black KB patch, that would be dope as shit in the sky, bro. Let it live forever. Why not? If there was a player close like that that reminded me of Batman... Most definitely it's Bing. Uh, yeah, of the Dark Knight. Like, yeah, nah. That's Bing. That's Kobe. Assassin. Y'all got a favorite Kobe moment? Um, I think I do. Give me one. I don't know. It's tough. I got a couple. I'll say two off the top. You definitely um, got more than one, I know. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it's good. All it right. tastes like carbonated juice. All right. So that's the same thing you say, right? Yeah. All right. Give me a little credit. Go ahead. Um, it's still Moscato, though. One would be, of course, the last game. I watched I was a fresh. I was a freshman in the dorms. Okay. With about 15 dudes in a little dorm going nuts. Um, but other than that, probably be the 2010 ship. Why is that? Just because uh, he played horribly in that game seven offensively, for real, for real, and it's hardly a Kobe moment. But so I wasn't a that's Lakers why, fan growing up. Um, but I was watching that game at my grandma's house. My best friend, oh, shout out to Omar, um, and he's a Kobe fan. I was a LeBron fan, but of course. But at this point, I'm however old I am, going for the Lakers too. Let's win it. I don't want the Celtics to win. Um, and the game was ugly. They snuck it out at the very end, and then they won. It was lit. Our test hit the three. I like ran and slid and fell in the carpet. And then as soon as they won, we we hit the street like we hit the neighborhood on our scooters. It was like <laughs> was going like, hey, Lakers won. Fireworks was going off. Like it was just random. Like it was like the Fourth of July. <laughs> I'm not even gonna hold you. As a matter of fact, um, being from LA, that's not one of my favorite Kobe moments. Um, I, I guess I could say only because, like you said, I'm not a Laker fan. But what I will say is, like, being from L.A., I would hope that everybody feels that way about their section, especially if your team isn't in it. You should root for the section. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like you said, that, that 2010 title does stand out to me for that reason. It just seemed a little different because the year before they had beat Orlando, the city reacted, but the city didn't react like when it, when it beat Boston. 
When I it beat Boston, the city was like, oh, nah, you guys don't understand. Like, we no, we're, we're world champions. Like, yeah, yeah it, it, it hit a little different. So even being from L.A., I had to just smile. Granted, being a Pacer fan, I love to see Artest get one. Um, while I still think of mine, I'm going to try to get some more time. You got a favorite Kobe moment? Um, kind of. Uh, in 2016, my mom took me and my brother to L.A. for a Lakers game versus the Cavs because I'm from Cleveland. Shout out the real. I'm gonna give you guys credit for the land. Yeah, I'm gonna give you guys credit for the the real land. I give you guys credit. I use the land a lot now too. I use it all the time for LA. So just seeing him play and play against LeBron, it was like so cool. That's one thing I never got to see. I never got to see Bron and Kobe play against each other. That's probably a memory that I would have that would have ranked up high for me. Now that I think about it, um, I do have a favorite Kobe moment, and it is January twenty second, two thousand and six. And it's not for the reason that you guys would think. If you guys know me, if you guys know my family, if you guys know my household, my mom's Instagram is Kobe Girl. I think her Twitter is Kobe Girl. Like it's it's ridiculous. So she's she's been this way forever. Um in my mom's job, she used to get Laker tickets. And it was one of those things to where it was almost like season ticket holders within the office. That's what it seemed like. So they had like they had basically like a draft essentially where you can pick games. So my mom would know certain things. She would be like, oh, the Lakers and the Pacers are up there. TC's a Pacer fan, let's go to that game. Uh, of course we want to see Boston. Of course we want Miami, just certain games she wanted to see. Now that's super clutch. She didn't want this Toronto game and she got it. And it was a Sunday. <laughs> and this is what makes it so funny because Kobe, thank you for being you and thank you for, for always having the final say and the, and the final laugh. Um, I specifically remember my mom saying, we go to Laker games all the time. Like, we're going to church today. Like, that's fine. And I was like, all right, cool. I mean, I'm not a Laker fan. It's Toronto. It's probably going to be a bad game. I don't really care. We go to church. We get out of church. And my dad is my dad used to go straight to the car and beeline straight for the car and, and cut on the, uh, the game. <laughs> yeah. So he's listening to the game, and he's like shell-shocked, stone-faced. And I'm like, I get in the car, and I'm like, what the hell wrong with you? And he like I know y'all was mad. And he like Kobe is Kobe's. I was like, oh shit, Kobe having one of them games. And he was like, nah, like he's having one of like them games. And I was like, what you mean? Like he breaking records? And he was like, he's up to seventy. And I just looked at him, and I was like, my mom got in the car, and we just got real quiet and looked at her, and was <laughs> like, y'all don't do her. <laughs> it was like, um, good news or bad news? And she was like, what? And we were like, the Lakers are losing. But Kobe has 70. She took whatever keys she had in her hand and hit the dashboard. Shit! I was like, <laughs> Olivia, Olivia, <laughs> explain to me why everybody in this car should not be pissed right now. Two of us could have been there. I don't care which two, but two of us could have just seen this right now. And it was just one of those moments to where... It, it really, I know we talked about it all the time, but it was really one of those moments. If you had an opportunity to go see Kobe, you had to go see Kobe. So we were supposed to be in attendance that day being, fuck. Like, I still, I'm not tough. over that. I'm not over that, but very, that's definitely one of my tough. favorite memories because it, it really makes you realize that you can't take for granted those moments. And again, actually, I think I might have another one. 2016 as well, the year before he retired, um, we got a chance to go see, shout out to Walter, shout out to uh, Jeremy. Um, Jeremy's dad actually, uh, shout out to Steve as well. 
um legendary status um he blessed us with tickets to um atlanta and the lakers and he blessed jeremy with two extra tickets and he was like take whoever you want he hit up me and uh walt and we went down there and walt is one of the best people to go watch a, a live sporting event with because he going he's gonna he's gonna get his his, his his heckling in and he's a laker fan he's a diehard laker fan and the lakers were bad like the lakers were terrible and kobe was sitting on the bench and Walter was just in the moment, and the Hawks, Dennis Schroeder was ripping, ripping the Lakers. And the Hawks were doing what they were doing. It got to one point where the Hawks were shooting free throws, and Walter was like, Bean, we need you. And Kobe had on his suit, and Kobe looked over at him. We were sitting in the lower bowl. Kobe looked over at him and just started laughing and put his hand in his coat pocket and was like, Shh. And it was just one of those moments where – if you got that weird interaction with Kobe, that small interaction with Kobe, you felt like you had talked to somebody that was impossible to even reach. So that moment, like, he, he sat back down like it was nothing, but he kind of sat back down. Of course, he, he realized he was a Laker fan. He looked back at the scoreboard and was like, some bullshit. Like, yeah. we really over here getting waxed. And like I said, those are just some of my favorite Kobe moments. Um, that was the block I was talking about. That was that block? Wasn't a block in my opinion. First of all, it was a foul to begin with, so Tough. I don't know. I'm not. I'm. Yeah, that's. Ooh, that's right on. That's right on the borderline. Um, anything else for Kobe? Because otherwise, I'm a. I can do this all day. Trust me, I can do this all day. So. Yeah, nah, facts. I mean, I, I I never got. I never. I've never been to a Laker game to this day still. Um, and you're from. Trust me, I would have loved. To, I would have loved to. I've been to one Staples Center game. I was a Clippers game in like 2010, 2011, maybe. We gonna um, go. I don't think we're going this year, clearly, because the year is halfway over. But next year we'll go. We'll go to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I definitely wish I could have. Um, go see or wish, wish I was in the same room room with them at, at some point. But it's not a problem, man. You know, like you said, going about there, you, he's a part of life as we know it. So, you know, that's never going to change. A part of the mentality forever. Got one? Got anything? I just wish I, like, appreciated his greatness more. Like, because growing up, people always compare. Like, it's either if you were a LeBron fan, you have to hate Kobe. If you were a Kobe sure. fan, you have to hate LeBron. So, it was always Team LeBron. So, like, I just yeah. wish that, like, I could just appreciate them both. Yeah, bro. I think we're all guilty of that. What's funny is about a month ago, well, not about two months ago now, but we were on Talk That Talk. Yeah. And we rarely got, like, not even not heated, but we rarely got like to that it's level of, of 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 argument on air. And it, <laughs> depends on the conversation. And it was not at all the conversation, but it, it led to Kobe, Kobe and LeBron, and we showed we showed some rare colors on air. <laughs> and then because you had, did you have me defend? It don't even matter. It doesn't even no, matter. no, it's not. Let's <laughs> not revisit it. Yeah, but, let's not. Yeah, Caprice, you ain't said a word this whole time. Caprice, you got a favorite Kobe moment? The hell. Yo, we Those tickets are the easiest to come by. No, but I mean, I hate to say it, bro, but there was. No, the plug. I mean, relax. Time out. First of all, it took a while. Relax. It wasn't always like that. That's first of all. Okay, well, calm down. Um, you can always. I'm not gonna say always, but there's definitely them higher damn nosebleed seats that 
I used to buy Laker tickets. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can yeah. go, you can find some some cheap. I mean, no, and, and you're, you're going to be watching the Hornets. No, for a fact, there was there was a time <laughs> but, there was a time span when they were easier to come by. For sure, no doubt. Um, I mean, like I said, there's plenty of things that I can go into in terms of like what I wish that. I, um, That's the sh- so, yeah. If he would have hit that, mind y'all, I, we I apologize because the game's about to go off, but the, the All Star Game rerun is replay is, is on right now and. Sorry, guys. Live commentary. My bad. Um, but, yeah, but it, of, of course, there's plenty of things I want to talk about on the pod. Um, that Kobe thing was one. Um, when you mentioned that, I want to I want to give Brian his flowers now because I know I talk a lot about uh, whenever we had those conversations, those Brian and uh, Kobe conversations, even not being a Laker fan, uh, I was always team Kobe. And that's just that's where I've stood. And I still stand this way or still I still stand here today. Um Kobe's the best I've ever seen with my eyes. Kobe's my goat because that's the greatest I've ever seen play. And I didn't get this. I didn't get to watch Jordan live. And then the Jordan that I was watching on television when I was a kid, that '96 title, I was two. Yeah. So it's like in '98. Okay, I was four. So when I really started coming into my own, you was already a myth. You were you were a wizard. So it was a little, it's a little diminished for me in that regard because that's the way my introduction almost started. Um, so Kobe, like I said, is my goat. But um, I think me and Caprice had this conversation. I said there is one, not one, but I guess, but there is a couple of ways that Brian may have the greatest career of all time by the time it's all said and done. So Jordan may end up being the best. Kobe may end up being my goat, and this is all according to me. Jordan may end up being the best. Kobe may end up being my goat. LeBron may end up having the best career, and I'm, let me explain. He's already done what he's done. If he wins back-to-back titles in LA at any point, that's five. Massive. So that matches Kobe. So that's that's already huge to win back-to-back in LA. If he tops Kareem, which is absolutely possible for number one all-time in scoring. If LeBron James holds on to the league until Bronny James gets there, I'll take LeBron's career, finals losses included. Five and six overall in the NBA finals or five and seven, whatever the hell it ends up being in the finals. I'm number one all-time in scoring. I came into this league in 18 as the chosen one. I did it for three. I won championships for three different organizations, all three that I played for. Bro, kiss my ass. Yeah, and, no, I, and I brought my kid to the league, that's bro. A, that's, a, that's accomplishment. A lot of accomplishment. That's a crazy career. That would be – I don't <laughs> care about anybody else. Like, I think – I think, and I'm the type of person where you know how I feel, too, with certain things. Adversity builds that story. Yeah. And that's the case, for sure. He had to go through that. He had to. And yeah. if, the, if he would ever win that argument between the three of them, it would have to be because of accumulation of – Everything, the totality of his career, the, the the wins, the stats, the longevity, the durability, the you know the impact from wherever he went, the the shift of the league, like it would have to be all of that taken into consideration. Because at this point, like you said, Kobe's the best artist probably seen in the league now. Um, and if he played in the nineties, what if? You know, so all you like, can do yeah. is what if. So it's. I don't think that conversation is, is a conversation anymore. Uh, Jordan's career, Jordan's resume, nobody will necessarily compare to. 
the six for six. Um, oh, I think you're talking about overall. I'm about to say yeah, just just, just the wins. No, nothing really yeah, argues yeah. with rings. You, you can't really argue with rings. Um, so I mean, but I yeah, what man, you're talking I, about. I'm of the mindset where I'm just happy and I can appreciate all of them now. And I hope that I've always said like I don't, I, you know, this isn't all sports talk, but LeBron doesn't always re- react to pressure the best. So I, I'm wishing him the best, and I'm praying for his his mental, just because I'd love to see him pull one out for the city and not have to deal with not being able to get one. So we'll see how things play out, but I'm happy with it. I'm, I'm a bit more at peace with everything. So we got a great season to enjoy the rest of the year. So This game is intense. I was just about to say, <laughs> I see what you're talking about now, because this, this fourth quarter. Uh, this is hectic. Oh, my gosh. Bro. <laughs> it's, it's, hectic. A, it's a collision course. So I think Dame's little, little belief and hope that there would be a one-on-one tournament, you kind of got that in this fourth quarter. It's who wants the ball. It's who, yeah. What mattered most, this was a super dope all-star game because it was like, all right, who's on the court, who's on the court in crunch time, who's getting the ball in crunch time, who actually makes, who's making the plays. Like, yeah. It was so, a, I think they're saying, I think Twitter's overall reaction was fourth quarter, treated like playground style. You foul somebody, you take the ball out. No free throws in the fourth quarter. Almost for the whole fourth, yeah, but yeah. I'm because, with. yeah, man, get a, get a bucket. Yeah, go get one. You have get to go get a bucket. It's the fourth quarter. Go get one. It's the All-Star game. It shouldn't be no fouls any damn way. Um, speaking of giving out flowers while you can, I want to go ahead and make sure I do this while I can. This has been a conversation you know I've been wanting to have for a very, very long time. Because I, I avoided the conversation. Some don't need to be even spoken on. But... Um, that conversation that circulated for a little bit about Nip not being a legend. The main thing I kept pointing to was, if you're talking numbers, I can see why that angle would be that way. But I think the bigger conversation that everybody was trying to get across was that some things are bigger than numbers. Some things is it's solely, strictly impact. Did you impact? Your, your certain people, did you impact your section, did you impact your family, did you impact generation, whatever degree you've done it, did you impact somebody? And the first time I heard that, the first question that went through my mind was, say that shit about currency over there. Currency don't have the numbers that most of these people do. Go to Louisiana and say that currency is not a legend. You might you might fuck around and not leave Louisiana. You folks don't be making music for years without having a devoted following, like a devoted supporter and listening listenership. Like I just want to give him his flowers now. Spitter. Jet life. We salute you. You did. We salute you, legend. That was truthfully all it was. Anytime I can squeeze in currency into the podcast, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I'm going to just let it rock for a little bit. <laughs> Caprice had to get that in. Hey, 2020 is about to be a big year for music. Yes, it is. And I thought you said Drake Gold. I mean, probably. Yeah, he, and a matter of fact, I believe he all but confirmed that in the Rap Radar interview that, yeah, he's, yeah, he's in the live right now. I need that new J. Cole. Yes. yes. Say it again. Oh, for sure. The 2010s, the 2010s w- was a documentary. And we were like, this is literally a decade of Drake. Song. 
What, what was you reading earlier? You was reading Legend. Legend. Yeah, Legend. Like, like I said, I always find it because, I mean, people always laugh, and the people that know me, we're gonna, we about to get on code, too. The people that know me know that I listen to so much music. All right, I'm a, I, I questioned myself and was like, are you going to say this on the podcast? But I am. Fuck it. Y'all know I'm an open book, so I'm going to just Drum say roll. It. So you ain't got to do that. So um, that shit puts pressure on me because I'll be like, is this weird when I do it? But everybody has something different when they wake up. I'm the type of person when I get up in the morning, like I take night showers. I don't, I'm not a person that takes morning showers. I feel like I get sick when I go out in there. That's just me. I don't know. I'm weird. So I take night showers. When I wake up in the morning, um, I get ready or whatever. But if I'm in the house for a little bit, I put on all my jewelry and I play music. I don't stand in front of a mirror. I don't, I don't do anything different. Some people meditate. I just I put on all my jewelry and I cut on some music and I put it on my speaker and I sit down. Some people have a tall Period. glass of water. And that's just the way I start my morning. And that's just the way I, I don't know how it is. And that's just the way that I start my day. But um, you I find myself listening to Drake a lot. I find myself listening to RJ a lot, which is fucking random because it's like <laughs> separate. I listen to Mozzie a lot. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, how does that make you feel though? Because uh, I get the I get the vision. I'm gonna have to mean. try it. Um, I know what you about to ask. But yeah, like you sometimes ready, you, you don't want to that go energy. after that. Sometimes you don't want that energy, and I'm not gonna lie, bro. That's why it depends on what you listen to. Because I'll cut on if I feel like it's one of those moments, bro. You know me. I'll cut it on and I'll cut on the internet. I'll cut it on and I'll cut on her. Like I'll cut it on and I'll cut on Janae. Okay. Like any like I swear I'm that person, huh? I cover sports for a living, so it's a little different. <laughs> I understand that. Her with all your jewelry on is is crazy. What's wrong with her with all your jewelry? Right, on? that that is a little bit crazy. <laughs> I start my weekends to the weekend. I mean, I start my mornings to the weekend. Hey, that slide remix. All the time. I, I listen to that with some with some jewelry. That's my point. So, all right, we're not doing this right now because y'all making it seem like I'm weird for where. And you know what's weird too? For what it's worth, I, it doesn't even matter. We're not even gonna say that conversation. Um. Now that I think about it, I am pissed because I've left my ring. So I'm a little upset about that. But um, you brought up Cole. Speaking of legends, took him long enough, but he finally got a Grammy. You know what? Nah, fuck that. Where's the podcast? What's it called? I know it's taking a little while, but I need to get this back up. I haven't used it in a while. Yeah, man, I ain't used it in a while. He need it, though. He need it, though, and we going to do it. nothing about it was a feature though because ah, that's where I'm going. that was beyond a feature that's where i'm going his though. verse was just amazing it's not a knock on cold though that's not that's not what's not what i'm saying so okay um it is wild that him and 21 got uh, did 21 already have one for rockstar no. did he he might have maybe but yeah, it's wild that it, it came via a 21 savage track 
Which, by the way, I have plenty to say about that as well because I feel like there's a reason. I've said this before. I feel like there's a reason why they put certain people in front of us. I've mentioned that about Lizzo. I said that when they did that 21 Savage thing was around the Super Bowl, and I was just like, it don't something doesn't make any sense about it. Um, I just I, I like to call bullshit a lot, and I feel like when I call bullshit a lot, 85. 90% of the time. Bullshit. Right? It's a lot of bullshit. Out yeah, there. so I feel like I'm relatively right half the time. But um, shout out to Cole, but that's exactly where I was going. Not necessarily just a knock on him. Cole has released so much great music. So yeah. much. I just, I wonder how much of the Grammys is, uh, and, and, and shout out to fucking Tyler, the creator, who said it. A lot of it is like, here, go away. And it, it just bothers the fuck out of me. Like, it's like, like somebody that stamp who of approval. It's like you you try your best to negate it, and when you can't anymore, it's like here, just take it and be gone, man. You know, Tyler had bothers Tyler me. had the perfect words for the kind of for the community. Yeah. And is it? He was like not to be like ungrateful. Thank you, of course, but this is the wrong category, and I feel like y'all are entitled. Yeah. Yeah. He's, when he compared it to giving your little cousin a controller that's unplugged, that's yeah. dead ass the fact. That that's was true. me though. Everybody is that. That was me. With the You've done it. I'm, I'm the younger brother. I, I, was, I was. You've had it done to you. Yeah, my brother. You know the PS2 when, when you plug the controller into the memory card slot. You know what fucked up? <laughs> hey, time out. No, PlayStation Three. Let me explain to you why you guys fucked it up. Including them fucking lights at the top. Yeah. Bothered a lot. They bothered a whole fucking lot. Xbox. Same thing with you. At, even though, because I used to give it to some, I used to give it to my little cousin without the battery pack. Aside from the fact that they used, to, first of all, kids are smart because they used yeah, to look at the back they, of yours they and see that light. light. Well, they didn't see that light well, on they it. They didn't see that light. <laughs> oh no, this ain't working. This broke. First thing they say, it's broke. This don't work. This broke. But um, again, shout out to Cole. No, but like you said, man, Tyler literally said that as before, when Igor dropped, this is not a rap album. It's facts. So who do like who do I have to? It was disrespectful for them to put it in the rap category. It's because he's a nigga. It's because he's black. It's because he's a nigga. Like, we all know the reason why. Um, Bro put on a blonde wig for that album. He did everything he really pop did. related. Yeah, he did everything to be pop. <laughs> that album cover is hilarious. That shit sounded straight out the 80s. <laughs> 90s. Oh, my gosh. Um, dope ass album. I just re-listened to some of Igor, man. I don't get it over how, how how good of a, of a piece of work that that project is sometimes. But yeah, um, yeah. I'm, 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 you got I'm, something? Go ahead. Well, I mean, no. I was just gonna say whatever Cole's got for us this year is it's gonna be poignant. I'm just scared it's gonna be his last album. I pray it's, it's not, gonna be his last for a little I'm bit. Just scared. I think it's gonna be his last for a little bit because I think Cole is gonna go into one of those things where I think. Um, me and me and D uh, talked about. It. I almost said hoop. I didn't know what the fuck I want to call you. Uh, <laughs> me and who talked about this a while ago. But uh, Kod was one of those where I felt like he was flexing his muscle a little bit. He was showing people like I can do. Bless, bless you. He's t- showing people I can do. I can imitate your favorite rapper and do it better. And I think that's somewhat what it was. And maybe I'll go on record one day. Maybe I won't. But I feel like you could literally go through the list of Kod and listen to who he's imitating based on certain things and maybe it's just me because i listen to cole a lot and i've listened to cole for forever certain things i just don't hear cole talk about when cole says whoa suddenly i feel like taking a pj cole you you've never talked about taking a private jet where the fuck yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. just certain 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 things you just don't talk about yeah yeah so that's why it's for a fact i can look at pretty much every song on that list and say he's 
making fun of this person. He's talking about this person. Yeah, he's taking shots at this person. And it's, that's just kind of the way I kind of move through the album. But I do think this particular album, he's going to drop it and he's going to give knowledge at the same time. But I think he's going to, like we said, we said, me and Caprice had the conversation earlier about Drake when we had the conversation about uh, uh, being a legend. It's one of the most dangerous moments when somebody who you hold in that legend status comes to grips with that with their legend status because once you tap into that that's a whole nother dynamic that yeah. they're about to get into yeah. so i think cole about the low-key stamp his shit and that's why i feel like he's gonna step away because he's gonna be like i'm gonna leave y'all to ponder that yeah yeah because i know it's called the fall off and i can't wait to see him in april at the dreamville fest this is the first time this is my first year going no it's your first time seeing cole no, no, no. I saw okay, him at Day in Vegas. Shout out. You did see him at Day in Vegas. And he's given us a lot over the last two years. Cole has given us a lot. And, and given the industry. Over the last 15 years. Facts. Nearly 15. But, but he's given the industry a lot. A lot of game. A lot of studio time with younger artists. I just of, hope he does interviews this year. Cole, please yeah. give us that. We need to hear you. Yeah, we want to hear you yeah, too. Some for of the real. interviews is legendary, dog. Facts. We need that game. Ooh. Speaking of legendary interviews, um, God rest his soul. Nip took home a couple of uh, Grammys as well. Long, actually, let me make sure I do that. I am definitely not gonna leave that out. Long live hustle, man. Um, I want to tell the story really never. quick too, for sure. I want to tell the story really quick too. Um, I remember specifically the last time I seen Nip. I was um, back home and I was driving on Florence and Crenshaw and I seen Nip walking into um, probably walking into a little like into a uh, liquor store and the funny thing is if you're from that area or not even if you're from that area but if you're, if you frequent that area a lot you knew Nip like you just knew you kind of knew when you saw him so long story a little less long I'm driving or whatever and I'm on the phone with somebody I had just got off of work and I'm driving or whatever and I look and I see Pac-Man and when I see Pac-Man I'm like oh okay Pac-Man, um, and I seen a group. So when I seen a group and I seen Pac-Man, I was like, oh, Nip ain't far. So I'm driving down the street or whatever, and I kind of take a look over last minute. All you see is a, all you see is a tall, and it's funny that Brandon Ingram just popped up on, popped up on the screen right now because <laughs> you, all, you see, all you see is a tall, skinny, light-skinned nigga with braids, and I was like, and I honked my horn. I was like, neighborhood Nip. Chains on? As a matter of fact, I couldn't see. Cause he had on his uh he had on a white beater and his white tee was around his neck, and um he was walking. Of course, when I was honking, Pac-Man looked and nipped through his hand up, and it was one of those to where he knew that it was love, so he didn't really like know where it was coming from, so he just threw his hand up or whatever. And I remember when I was on the phone, the person was like, "Was that Nipsey Hustle?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm in the city." Yeah, what? Why? And they were like, "You didn't stop and take a picture or nothing." Da-da-da-da. I said, dog, I see Nip probably every week. I said, I'll see Nip again. And that was the last time I seen him. But um, shout out to Nip, man. Long live Nip. It, but seeing him every week was like not a fucking lie. Like that was for real, for real. If you frequent, if you frequent certain spots in that area, you were bound to see him. Um, from probably even doing something as small as even grabbing food, even going to Rite Aid, you'll fuck around and see him. But um, shout out to Cole. Shout out to Nip. Um, other than that, I'm not gonna lie, man. I think the Grammys are a fucking sham. 
I mean, well, yeah. Anything if, else? If, if letting go, if letting go of uh, the head of your, the head of your decision making group, <laughs> weeks prior to the to the war show is in signs of dysfunction. Uh, yeah, is in signs of a lot. <laughs> like I don't know what else is. Um, they they serve a, a weird purpose. I I watched that uh the Big Sean pull up this morning. I haven't um, seen it. I watched the Drink Chance with Wayne. That's what I did. Which I need to see. I forgot about Fire it. Fire. I forgot it. about it. I forgot about it. I need to see that. So go ahead. But uh, yeah, he was he was speaking his mind. For one, Big Sean sounds like he's in a great great piece place of mind. Um, sounds sounds really really sure of himself. Really confident. Really like he's enjoying life right now. But um, he was just talking about how yeah the Grammys clearly don't represent you know a consensus when it comes to music. Um, but they're going to exist and for whoever, whoever holds value in that, like it serves some kind of purpose, but we don't make money off them. We don't really get in properly endorsed there. It shouldn't matter that much to us anymore. And well, I mean, rap didn't Rhapsody say in uh Cleo, shout out to Rhapsody. Didn't Rhapsody say in Cleo, um, Careful of the validations y'all seek. I've been in them offices. They don't look like you and me. Rhapsody been spitting the truth. Or... It's it's subtle, but it's not so subtle. So be careful the attention that y'all crave. Might get it. Um, a weird thing popped up to not today, but I guess this week that kind of had me. It pissed me off. I'm not gonna lie. It pissed me off because I was like, because you know, maybe it's maybe we were talking about rappers and I was on Cole when and I was late to the party on Cole. I feel like slightly, I, I slightly, I slightly was as well. I feel like I was late to the party. I rode around um, Friday Night Lights ish. Leading into his first album, it depends. Probably. It depends on how you're listening to music at the time. Yeah, that's what now. I'm saying. Because like you wouldn't have known. It could have easily not been on your radar, right? If you just, you know, weren't listening to a not like, you know, you just weren't tapped in there. Or it's like I get around to him sooner. Like I heard about, it, I know about him, but like you might not have been inclined to, to tap into him as early. That's kind of where I was at with it for a little bit. And um, ironically enough, when it came to well, when it comes to music like that in general, just rappers or just music, like you said, music in general, artists. Um, it's a sense of like, I know people who've done it with Gambino. My dad did it with Nip. Uh, when you're on a person for so long, when the rest of the world start to pay attention to him, you kind of look at the rest of the world like, y'all don't deserve them. Like, I thought we that way about Kendrick. Yeah, so it was like we were here from the beginning. What I mean by that is, and I'm going to take this a completely different place, so don't laugh at me, but you probably you might laugh at me. Did y'all see that picture circulating of the brat? How recently? No, I don't think so. This was like a this was like a week and a half ago. No, I didn't see. I might have to pull it up though. Cause niggas make me sick, bro. Just just plain and simple. What picture was circulating? Was it this one? I don't know if that was the one. This one? No. No. It's not all right, so it's it's circulating, but whatever, I don't care. It, it's something. It, I don't think it's too far from that. One. So I don't think it's too far from that. I don't think it's too far from that one. So, I <laughs> I seen the timeline go crazy 
over to Brat picture and was like, yo, Brat looking kind of nice. And instantly, it made me realize, and it made me truly convinced that you niggas only like women that other men tell you to like. That is the weirdest shit in the world. And the reason why I say that is because, shout out to my brother, but growing up, when the brat was wearing them fucking 5X white tees, and we were saying the brat is cute, niggas couldn't get past her clothes. And we were like, dog, look at her. Like, fuck what you guys are talking about. People felt that way about Dej Love. Listen to her voice, did it. Dog, did you see Dej Love? Yeah, very attractive. I can give a damn about what you're talking about. So now that the brat has did a, done away with all them, all them, them baggy clothes and whatever the case may be, all these niggas is drooling at Great. the. Nah, nah, leave her alone. Nah, I don't. I feel some type of way about that. We love you, brat. But I just think niggas is weird for that. I think that gets that uh, like men with not fragile masculinity, but it, it touches uh, a point of insecurity where you know as a guy, if you're talking to somebody and you come around, you want people to be like congratulating you off of who you're talking to or like who, like who to. Guys really think like that? I'm not speaking. I'm, I like, I'm not speaking for you and me, but oh, no, I'm just. I mean, but you know, like if a guy has like brings his girl around, it's a podcast. Be, we have to do this. If he brings his girl around and he feels like you got to introduce her to so and so, and they kind of don't have that reaction, it's kind of like, oh, what's like, what's up? I'm slipping. Like, what's I'm up? I'm slipping. Like, I'm fucking up. I'm it'll, fucking it'll up. make it'll make a dude question his own girl. Like, that's Fast. crazy to me. Well, nah, but, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yeah. hold you. To answer your question about do guys think like that, I'm not gonna hold you. We've had this conversation. I think on episode six, make it make sense. I had this conversation, and I literally said, I have a friend who I think she knows all my bodies. And it's one of those to where if, if I bring her a body that ain't like the rest of them, she'll literally look at me and be like, bro, you slipping. Don't let that one happen again. Like, are you crazy? So, and granted, she's a, she's a woman. So it's a little different. I do know people who rely on their homeboys to be like, am I slacking, da 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 But everybody's situation is a little bit different. I don't know how this, I feel like I just kind of segued into this, but I just got a general question. Y'all deal with Sage? Oh, I haven't yet, but I probably will when I'm you moving haven't? to my next like household. Like to Sage at home? Yeah. Yeah, that's why, yeah. Probably yes. Do you, know, do you do it? I know, like, I want to do it. But do you don't do it, okay. No, but I know people who do to keep the demons and stuff out. Just keep bad spirits out in general or um, cleanse your spirit, protect you before you go out, just different things. Um, I won't necessarily get into what I use it for, but I was using it one day. And I just got a question. What happens if a piece of sage falls off and burns my bed? Is this like a joke or like? No, I'm dead ass serious. It may maybe it jumped to the bed. That's my point. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is so funny? Or (laughs) maybe the bed is anointed now. (laughs) You might not need the sage no more. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe it's, it's, or maybe it's, it's just in throw there. The bed out. It's in there. <laughs> Nobody has a solid answer from you. You guys want to? Nah, I'm, I'm not a practitioner. So this is the fun, is the fun part. You guys want to have fun at my expense? I'm over here trying to figure this out, and y'all laughing at me. Right, you got to take that to Google. <laughs> should I? Yeah, yeah. Should I Google or all right? What happens when Sage falls in the Or the bed. court of public opinion? I don't, I don't know. Um, y'all got to feel the dead air. <laughs> it might 
Or maybe, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, no, dudes do uh, bounce around from who the conversation is surrounding because I remember, like, it was a time period where jokes were being made, not jokes, but, like, disrespectful jokes, but, like, about the Janae Aikos and the Kehlani, like, oh, for sure. That style, jokes are like, gonna fly. that model of, like, woman, like, they used to, like, kind of be like, oh, they ain't got enough, like, and now you, you move yeah. forward and there's so many, like, like, that image is, you know, I mean, they're they're insightful women. They're like, if, if I was a woman, I, I told you this recently. I was like, yo, I would see them as very dope, and like, and be like, oh, I I see like things I could take away from that. And now it's like now that they're cool, now that they're successful, and it's a shift. So yeah, men gotta stop doing that. I agree because, like, I'm petite, kind of like you know Janae and like Karuchi, but and I remember like in high school and stuff, people be like, oh, you would be so cute if you were thick. Like thick was like the the image so i was like oh i want to be thick but then like i realized like it's okay to be petite and little just a message to all man it is not a compliment if you say you would be cute if just don't do that i mean it's the same the same thing you look good if you had were way less that's what i just said i just said niggas it's not good what is what has men done to you Say that. No, I didn't know what you said. Like, <laughs> Say I, I, that I literally just said it. And you repeated it. That's why I was like, oh, shit. I was like, cool, let it off. Can I Can I throw some shade at women? or Can I? You sure? All right. I just wanted to be sure. Um, I'm not. It doesn't say. And maybe I shouldn't look for it. How long ago did this happen? I'll pray for you. <laughs> Appreciate it, my guy. Um, it happened at least sometime last month. I was doing it sometime last month. 2025. Yeah, I think I just need a new bed, dog. Like, it's just, I think I just need a new bed at this point. Um, Have you been sleeping good? Listen to the signs. Just I the signs. very rarely sleep in my room now. Oh. Y'all, this man be working. I, yeah, I I fall asleep on the couch. I, I I do fall asleep in my room sometimes still, but I mean it kind of just depends. Um, where you guys want to take it from here? You guys want to deal with something serious? You guys want to deal with some bullshit? We can get into what you want. Hey, let's get into the shits. Hmm? You did. You put you typed it in your phone, unless you put it in your other one. You did, it was about fuck, cause it was about men and women, um, and you were asking our opinion about, oh, but I beat though. But I, and I just said, but I beat though. <laughs> doing this again? Go ahead, man, get your time, we did this before? Yeah, Y'all did this, I wasn't here for that. Oh, it was, but you had fun though. But you had fun though. Oh, okay, so what do you, what was, what did you write that down for? What was it, what was it about now? You said May 24th. Oh, I was about to say, you had like a year to be sitting on this? Okay. Um, what do you want to know about it? Like, but I beat though. What was do, the, do girls move in that in, with that? Yeah, energy? do girls say, yeah. Do I girls met, walk around with the but I beat though? I personally. My collection? Said that. <laughs> the collection. We need, you know what? Look. Somebody has to step into that lane for the woman. Oh, and it's not Meg, but somebody Why has to 
be the future for Why women and give it to us legit. Like Summer Walker's kind of doing it. Period. I love her. That's my girl. She's kind of doing it. When she got engaged. But her body looks good. I don't know what the what the uh what the desire for it is either. You see, look, he's giving it up right here. He's like a couple rappers, a few singers, like I love future. I know the real because I was with her. Toxicity. And she's not giving it up, but let me let me tell you her her player card is it's wild. It's stamped. She got a roster. <laughs> she got a roster, you know? Um so y'all don't move like that though? You got homegirls that move like that? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say, but I beat those. But I would say, like, I would say something. So, what are the, what are the parameters that y'all would do it under? Because now let's have a conversation. Because if a dude does it, most cases it's because the girl is bad, she's thick, whatever the case may be. Or she was trying to clown or something. Or she was trying. To, well, I mean, yeah, but I still, I'm not gonna lie. And let's let's have this conversation too, and then we can get on women. Some niggas, there are some that I'm trying to find a, a safe way to say this. Some women wonder why a guy won't use, like, this might be toxic as fuck, but they wonder why a guy won't use the, but I beat them. It's because they're not a So he's probably looking at it like, and I'm sure women feel that way. Women beat certain dudes and be like, like, beat they ass. Cause. You out, you out here putting your hands on me? <laughs> no. You out, you out here beating on dudes? No, I throw shoes, but I don't throw hands. You throw shoes? Look. Heels? <laughs> Whatever. The leather come across the room? I got to file a suit. I got I to gotta call the law. Oh, no, I'm telling. I'm telling somebody. I got to call the law. You throw a Call the law. We got to get some intervention at this point. <laughs> me at the, oh, I'm done. I can't play the whole shit. <laughs> what? what did she say? Are you what? talking about? Who you talking about? Oh. <laughs> Don't do this, bro. Mike F said, whoever get the phone first, I'm telling the you, the other one's going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to, to Yo. presage y'all wouldn't go see my shoes, and I just want to make sure that y'all. Hey, no, yeah, to. yeah, I put the laptop down. You might have to put, I just put the screen to, you know, down. Yeah, you gotta, I just yeah. want to make sure y'all saw the, you know, Chris forces. Every now and again, you got to just re-up on the forces, but that's just, that's neither here nor there. Um, I want I wanted to touch on this. I'm serious. If you got homegirls, what are the reasons why y'all would do it? I shouldn't say y'all because you said you wouldn't do it. If if women are walking around saying, but I beat though. But <laughs> remember when Joe was like, that was me? 
<laughs> that was me. So if women are walking around with the that was me, what are the reasons why y'all doing it? <laughs> like the dude got a good job, like the dude got, or like, like I feel like the only time women use the use like the though. but I beat Yo, is when a nigga has a girl. And I feel like that's the only time a woman uses it. And that's just my I meant for opinion. my home not we're not friends anymore, but um, she used it for the reason as it's because he has a, another girl. Like she was like one of those. I'm about to. It's funny. Yeah, like like I have your man. Toxicity. And, and then like they. And then they want to be like, I'm coming to you as a woman, no sweetie. Yeah, for real. <laughs> right. You know exactly what you're doing. Question. What's the deal? Have y'all ever yes, <laughs> have y'all ever had a um had somebody else's significant other in your DMs? Somebody yeah. What oh. are we wait, no. Yes, Tell you okay. Wow. Dude was in my DMs. I do swipe in and I just like I just ignore like the message. It was one of I liked the picture mm-hmm. and I think I made it was like a nice comment. But the status was kinda sad. And I was like, Oh, like you'll find the right person one day. It wasn't like a shot like getting my DMs. And it's crazy because people like I feel like social media in general makes it so easy for people to cheat. Like you could hide stories, you could delete DMs, like you could you could block somebody, be like, oh no, like I would I wasn't in her DM. Look, she's blocked. Like, you know, I feel like they make it so easy. Like you could change someone's name on Snapchat. Like there's so much you could do to like I saw that. <laughs> really? Is this what y'all are doing? The homie to told me he used to show love to his girl in the close friend story and only she was on it. <laughs> oh. Yep, because that's what happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, game, the game is the game is Sick, the game bro. is complex. Can I ask a question? When you said when you said about the the um when you said uh this shit is funny, bro. I don't know why this shit is so funny. But you said the thing about, um, oh, I didn't talk to them or I didn't send her a message or whatever the case because she's blocked, right? Like, vice versa. Are people really out here, <laughs> really out here 
linking up with stuff and then like blocking or unfriending like <laughs> yes like you like to make pro- it seem like no nah, yes. we never had any yes like yes or like you know like you could unsend messages so like people like will like message you some like crazy shit don't and don't like, send no message to me because i'm gonna respond unsend, and be like you're a pussy you pussy what you say <laughs> why you running so don't like, be weird like i'm yeah i'm coming with all the smoke please don't unsend anything to me i'm that person i will press to me i'm like look little do you know i already read it yeah like <laughs> just send it and say it like i'm the type of person to where especially if i'm gonna say something i'm going to say it so you thought about it enough to go find the area to go type Typed it out. Sent it to me. Then hit send. Thought about it some more and then went back and deleted it. Nah, you thought it out. You went through all that pressure. Just let it be there. But, I mean, I could be wrong. That's just the way I operate. But um, you ever you ever knocked something down and then unfriended it? No. <laughs> you ever knocked something down right. and unfriended it? Be honest. <laughs> they unfriend oh, me. You a lie. Bro. You are a liar, my nigga. We about to pause this podcast and I got to go to the bathroom because you're I a liar. I ain't even answered. You said no. I didn't even answer yet. Go ahead. My bad. Yes, no. Bro, I'm amicable, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm. <laughs> Yo, that's funny. Hey, that's, I, my see, guy. On the contrary to what you said. No, 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 wait, no, wait, no, wait. I'm gonna ask you this one more time. <laughs> Have you, you ever knocked down something and unfriended it? No, I got the same. I got the same. Like directly. Wait, like direct. Like I got the same number. I don't block anybody. No. I mean, that's how I feel. Like I don't do that. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like. Wait, wait. When do you unfriend them? Directly after the relationship? See, and that's another situation. That means every one of your relationships ended in a shitty way. No, I, I don't know. I'm guessing. No. Why, though? Yeah, I'm not the person. Why, that we don't have to be on bad terms. I'm not the type of person. I'd that, rather it's not. Maybe it's just a nigga thing, and that sounds kind of trash, but I'm friends with my exes. We don't, we don't have Why? to do anything. We don't have to do anything. It might, it might, like, t- it might take a second. Now, it depends on what the situation was. Yeah. I know some people that we broke up, and in that same fucking moment, we were solid. So it depends on the situation, and I feel like some people feel like you can't be friends with your ex without still that's smashing. That's out, yeah. I don't know. No, when you get into relationship, is different. When you're in a relationship, it's almost no contact with that person at all, like regardless of the fact. So that makes sense. Why even what? Why do you, if, if you know, if you know what Let me ask a question. So let me ask you a question. So let me ask you this question. If it makes no sense to me to, let's say, let's say you're in a relationship or whatever with somebody, you break up with them, you get into, and then you guys are friends, you guys are cool. You get into a relationship, that person feels uncomfortable with them, you unfriend them. That relationship doesn't work out. You add them back. You get into another relationship. Are you deleting them a second time? No, that's, that's, Bro, that's fuck cra- you. I'm that's not crazy. Gonna, I'm going to keep deleting this person, no, that's crazy. This person do that to me. Before. I get blocked I and unblocked like every other week. I, I don't care that much. Dog, this person was here before you. Either you fuck with me or you don't. Do you trust me or you, or you don't? Not having contact and having them as a friend on social media is different. For real, yeah, because that. I got plenty of people on. So I got fourteen some followers on Instagram and communicate with thirteen. Sorry. I mean, I guess the purpose of me, I just if we're if why do I need to 
I'm the type that I, no, I need that though. Like I need you to understand that I'm not a hard feelings person. That I'm not a person that's gonna initiate like the the no interaction. The the this person doesn't exist. I'm not doing that. That's not that takes too much energy. For real, to be honest, like nah, because we might cross paths. Like I mean, it's fine to cross paths. It don't take no energy to not have. I agree. But why do you need to have me on social media? I still would argue that I feel like it it couldn't have ended the best way if you're unfriending somebody. Nothing. I I mean that's why I say that's my opinion. Like I, my opinion is that if the situation ended in a cool way, friends, lovers, or nothing, I don't see like I'll put it this way: I've been fired from jobs that I would never go back to. I've quit jobs or been let go from jobs that I could still go back to and eat. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That's a good analogy. Why if you why if you why if a job lets you go because they they laid you off because it's cutbacks or whatever the case may be, why I gotta not eat at that restaurant now? I, I don't know. That's just the way I feel. But um I could be wrong. I say that all the fucking time. I could be wrong. What do it's I know? About, it's a, but it's a personal thing. That's why I said I think it's different with what's it called? For how for you maybe you it takes somebody to have a bad ending for you to for you to delete them on all socials. And even then, I don't delete people on all socials even because of like they did yeah. something wrong. Like I delete people off of all. First of all, I very I could probably count. I got two people two people blocked right now, and I could probably count the people that I've deleted. Exactly. Yeah, I've hardly, I've hardly ever blocked use the block feature. I don't. Uh, nine times out of ten, I'm one of those people to where I don't put anything on social media for the most part that I don't want out there anyway. So, especially if I know you're pissed about something, you are gonna sit in that corner and watch from afar. With a scowl on your face, I don't care. I'm not gonna block you. Not I'm not gonna be one of those people that be like, get off of my Facebook page. I think that is the childish shit in the world to do. I truthfully do. To go Google or to go search somebody's name and unfriend them, like I, I felt corny as fuck when I blocked the people that I blocked. I felt like I had to block them, but I felt corny when I did it because I was like, you went and searched this person's name I to guess block I'm them. Corny because I unfriend and I block. I, just, I mean, like, like I said, I feel like it's, I feel like it's a little different with, with some women. For and what reasons? Women and dudes. Not like That's on negative, question. like just like not on like bad terms. It's just like people are weird. Like, yeah. don't DM me twenty times. Like, no, see, women go through different things. Women go through different things. They have different. They have different triggers. They really, yeah, they it's really a are so. Like, I don't, I could, like, I lost count to how many times, like, guys would literally cuss me out on, like, Twitter or Instagram, like, it's in my DMs because I don't respond. And I'm like, or, like, like now, nigga, some, guy, some guy commented on my Instagram story. And then, like, the last, he he sent me, like, four messages. And then the last message was, I'm assuming you got a boyfriend because you're not replying back to me. Like, no, maybe I just don't want to talk to you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you ugly. Yeah. They so quick though. You a thought. You this. You that. Hey, we trying, y'all. We're trying. We're trying. 
I don't trying speak, to be better. I don't speak for, for certain things, certain behaviors from men. I just don't, I don't speak to. I've told you guys before. I never understand. I just don't, I don't, certain things I just, I, I haven't done, so I can't speak to. And I can't speak for the people that do do them. Um, I've always thought it was like the corniest shit in the world to ask a girl for her number and then. Continue to hit her up? And th- no, <laughs> to ask the girl for the number and then when she don't give it to you, it's not why you ugly anyway. So what was your fucking goal, bro? Well, you what was your goal? You about to beat something ugly? Like, what's your call the law? Like, <laughs> the fuck is your problem right now? Like, you need to, you need to be arrested. Um, shout out to Bill Simmons. Shout out to the Podfather, hey. the Ringer. Um, we're not even gonna get into details. If you don't know about it, Google it right now. Um, opening the, the door in the lane for people like us. I just want to shout out Bill Simmons. Shout out to the Podfather. Um. Who else do I want to shout out really quick? I want to shout out Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes um, taking the podcast, and maybe I haven't done enough research, but taking the podcast game to that premium show, that premium channel, that premium network with Showtime. Shout out to you guys as well. Uh, pushing the boundaries as always and always, the Joe Budden podcast. Salute. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? The Brilliant Idiots, Drink Champs, um, fuck, uh, Jamel Hill, um, Fuck, Gilbert Arenas. Um, <laughs> shout out to Chaneo Gwumake, who just one of the hardest working people in this industry as well. Just shout out to her. I just want to, I want to give flowers. I want to give flowers out. Um, y'all got flowers y'all want to give out? I know I've been doing it all pod, but I'm y'all got people y'all want to get out? I, I, I had to go into my little nerd podcast back for a little bit, and I had no, to shout out a couple bro, podcasts bro, bro, bro. real quick. Uh, you know what, man? I mean, shout out to... Uh, Jason Solomon, the Solomon Monster. Shout out to the boys at Ring Rust Radio. Okay. Um, shout out to Seth uh, Seth Roberts. Um, I'm a wrestling buff. I will be till I die. There it is. Um, and I, I've been listening to them dudes since high school. And I feel like I was on the way, like, listening to Bill Simmons, like, just wrote about this as well. Like, I feel like we experienced the birth of, of podcast culture. And at the beginning of it, we didn't know that it was going to balloon the way it did, we were just diving deep into the subjects that we were really interested in right. um, and, and liked hearing that kind of conversation. So, you know, Lane's been made. Shout out, shout out to everybody, man. Most definitely. That shirt is hard as shit, by the way. And it's just some, you know how I am, simplicity. You know what I mean? Simple. Do it all for the pod, you know what I mean? DM's going crazy, huh? <laughs> DM's going Blocking nuts. people right now. DM 10 actively <laughs> hitting that block I button. Should. Someone just texted me, can't text back, bet. <laughs> don't, don't Sir, ask I'm a doing question. a podcast. Don't ask a question and answer it, fellas. Just don't. don't. I, and I'm pretty sure I'm guilty of that. I've done it before. Um, I know for a fact I've done it before. Um, Dang, they tell what you what you doing to these dudes, man? <laughs> Look. Niggas done busted my car windows and broke my glasses. Like, I blocked you. Broke the glasses. Caught a law. Broke the glasses. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait a minute. You broke the. You, you don't think want, insurance is free? Yo, you don't want her to see? <laughs> you don't want her to see, my nigga. You broke the glasses. So I block people for my reasons. I got it. I can't do it. You got to pause that. Give me a second. <laughs> As fuck. Oh, really? Oh, D. Oh, 
And then the exes be so quick to lurk on your page. But you're going to lurk on my page and get your feelings hurt. That's your fault. None of my ex, I'm telling you, I think you guys like. You know what? Time out, time out, time out. I had a girl egg my car because she was like, like she saw that her man like slid in my DMs. I was like, little do you know, I grew up with him. This is my brother's best friend, which means he's my brother. So you're egging my car over what? Wait, time out. Yeah, I just want you guys to know that I have been in a room with people who every, nobody in the room knew that either that was my ex or that was somebody that I had been involved with or whatever the case may be. Y'all do realize that like that doesn't have to be like known information, right? Ideally. No, that goes without saying. If somebody. Oh, so that goes back to the woman that the man is picking. Because if you're picking yeah. somebody that's crazy. Okay, so yeah. So y'all might be dealing with niggas who like crazy. I was actually in that situation. Like, I was dating this guy for four years. And, like, we broke up. And, like, his new girl was literally, like, screenshotting my pictures and all this other stuff. Like, on social media. like And, like, talking about me, of course. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, just because, like, we were friends. Like, we were, like, that was, like, my best friend. But, um, so, like, we were, like, go get lunch and stuff, and, like, I'll be, like, on the snaps, and so, like, she really was, like, stalking me to the point where I just blocked both of them, because it was, like, I'm asking you, like, can you tell her, like, we're just cool, and, like, you know, like, and I was, like, this girl is just insane, like, I don't have time for you or her, like, blocked. Before we pause this real quick, fellas. Control your situation. I understand at the end of the day, you are in control of that situation. You are the energy that you keep. If you are dealing with somebody, especially if you have, I'm not even going to say exes as friends because that, that varies with situations. If you have friends that are women and your significant other doesn't like all of those women for the simple fact that they're women, control your environment better. What did you just say? I need all my shit back. I need it all back. <laughs> I need it all back, bro. Like, there's no, there's no, there's nothing else needs to be said. If y'all are done, if y'all were something and, and you took something more than likely, then it was given to you, or if it was given to you, if y'all are done, it, it goes back, like. Like I said before, though, ex-girlfriends, you want certain shit back? No, I mean, it's certain rules to it. Like, I, can't, I bet I didn't see no other nigga wearing my shit. My high, but, my high school volleyball jersey? Yeah. Oh, no, you want that back. No, run that. Run that one my, back. My nice university hoodie? Yeah. <laughs> that shit cold. You over here saying specifics. Somebody gonna look at this pod and be like, you ain't never getting this back. Nigga, I'm wearing this right now. 
That shit is hilarious. My urban flannel. Dang. Certain things you gotta yes. know when you're not getting it back. Like, yo. Can I ask you a question wild. though? Can I ask you a question though? Before you leave the house, do you have that conversation with yourself? And this is only the Daryl. You have conversations with yourself before you leave the house and be like, all right, if she is gonna take a sweater, she ain't taking this one. She ain't taking this one. So you you low key take the sweater that's like least meaningful, and you'd be like, if she get off with this one, then all right, whatever. Oh yeah, those are untouchables. Yeah, you have for to, sure. Untouchables. You have to earn. You, you got to get like a like a black belt to touch. You know, certain hoodies. For sure, for sure, no doubt. It's like never mind. I almost said something. Um, it's crazy because I get people's hoodies without even asking. No, that's what I'm saying, though. If, if it's one of those situations where, like, you're cold in that moment, sure. No, I just not. meant, like, they never ask for it back, or I never say I'm going to give it back. I still wear niggas' hoodies till this day. Did you ever answer like, his question about what you doing to these niggas? <laughs> <laughs> they, put, they pouring sugar in your gas tank, too? Lord, I hope not. <laughs> you can fuck your whole car up like that. Take notes. You bet not drive it. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pump everything out. You gotta flush it out. Oh, they would have to flush it, so you would just have to know before you drove it. Yeah, like I almost said a name. Like I know. I'm giving people ideas. Who? Should we just move on? All right, we gonna move on. All right, we gonna move on. Um, A Fall from Grace. I never seen that movie. You want to talk about the memes? All I keep seeing is the memes. Nah, ass straight bitch. That's all I keep seeing. I got. I guess I gotta watch it. Cause I see have nobody seen it. I've seen have you seen too, it? I've seen too many reactions oh, to it over the weekend. I don't know what this yeah, is. Yeah, I guess we'll have to. But I, I'll put it on the list though. It's not on mine. Getting? I'm not saying he is, but I'm just saying like one would argue as a person who's watched multiple Medea plays and or movies, they're vastly similar. All of them. I thought that too. That's why I stopped watching after a I while. I stopped after a while. I haven't watched the television. You know what you're probably you like close you, you to. You know what you're getting into. <laughs> oh, I Is did see some of those reactions. I haven't seen it. I have no idea. But black women, do y'all want to rip apart Terry Crews real quick? Rebecca gives him wings. I think I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he's not tweeting. He um. I just I I just really want to get this out across really quick. Men or black men. I feel like let me let me try to dumb it down a little bit. I feel like in some cases I'm not always right, but I feel like in some cases we feel like we have to say something in order to support black women. Sometimes not saying something is supporting black women. Yeah, you, you can simply you can simply retweet, keep it pushing, and, and voice some kind of support. Yeah, his comments in that situation, I mean, his recent comments, just weren't necessarily needed. We've got to do a better job at explaining stuff on this needed. podcast. And it's like, yeah, like you said, like who are you to tell somebody else's if they went through plight or not, based off your experience with. A company with a person with a with a partner like anything like we apples this to on episode three I think didn't Alex say this on episode three that Alex pointed it out and if people don't know um, Alex Alex was the co-host of Talk That Talk I know she's um, coaching the cheer team now so she's she's been in and out of the studio hasn't been in in a while but um, 
Alex is white, for anybody who doesn't know. And Alex said it before. Alex was like, you know, and she said it, I think, on episode three or four. Go back and check it out. She said, uh, you know what I found interesting, T? And I was like, what? She was like, white people, like, if one person says that they're offended by something, even if the rest of the group isn't, nobody says anything. Yeah, and she yeah. noticed that in other races, if one person says they're offended by something, if anybody else in the majority disagrees, they feel the need to come to the forefront and be like, well, I wasn't offended by it. Facts. Do shut the fuck up. De- you should never feel the need to devalue somebody else's hard shit. Like, in their eyes. Who are you to say what they're, like, to analyze what they're going through? I, I don't Nobody know. likes that happy-go-lucky black person that's like, oh, racism, no, I've never experienced it. Good for fucking you. Great. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Of course, we would all like to live a life where we lived in this nice bubble that we never had to experience racism. But if you never experienced in an, in an area, it doesn't mean another black person didn't experience. We all know racist white people, they, they like certain black people. <laughs> Going back a long way, they can right. like you and not like the two people on the side of you and be racist to them and be nice to you. Or be racist behind your back. Or be racist Happens behind all your the back. time. Happens all the time. I mean, we, we go to UNLV, so we know huh. it. It's just what, what do you gain from discrediting her by saying, oh, oh yeah, you gain the likeness of that room. Oh. Yeah. I've been in them Sad. offices. They don't look Sad. like you and me. And then it's like, bro, you got to realize that afterward, your apology doesn't really mean much to me now. Is this white white? Google Rebecca. She, uh, she's light. Anywhere. I, I do not want, know her ethnicity. I want people to Google it, and I want to sit here. Is what I'm gonna do. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I do not know her ethnicity. Yeah. Um. She. Yeah. She. She looks. She might be biracial. Yeah, that was she thinking. Cause she got like black features. Yeah. You got that text? My dad <laughs> Y'all got y'all wanna y'all wanna explain how you guys feel about that Terry Crew situation? Higher structural power, yeah. Well, like, I don't know, it makes me question your power. Do you need yeah. to do that to gain likeness from other people? Like, that's what you need? You got people, you're a puppet? Like, that makes me think, wow, you're just a straight puppet. So I, after this, I feel like Terry Crews is a puppet, and he feels like he has to please certain entities and backtrack for other black people so that he can keep them like, hey, guys, remember Terry Crews is on your side. He's one of those member of me guys. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <he's laughs> I think this moment started to make Terry look a little funny in the light. Bro. Not, it, 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 neither makes me nor breaks me. I mean, I mean, no, nah, it's just, it's, it, I, I question the source from which it comes and I question what a person has to gain. I've been very vocal on this podcast about um, Steve Harvey saying one thing in particular that got under my skin. He's done multiple things that kind of pissed me off, but he's done one particular thing that just made me like, he didn't say that. Remember when um, Jordan supposedly, and again, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say allegedly, because maybe let me shit can be fake nowadays. Let me say allegedly for both of these situations. 
Remember how when they asked Jordan before like to, to comment on something politically or whatever, and he said he wouldn't do it because Republicans buy sneakers too. Yeah. And it's like, all right, bro, what the f- what are you what are you doing? Um, and it's kind of the same situation with Steve Harvey. I forgot what the conversation was, but somebody was like, why don't you speak up about something? And they were telling him to use his show for it, and he said, I'm not gonna mess up my white people money. And they took that show from you anyway. Like I don't, I just don't understand what was gained. Nobody wants <laughs> to fail, but I'm just saying what was gained from shorting your own people to still ultimately not have the show anyway because if you do say anything that pisses them off they're going to take it anyway so mm-hmm. i mean you you mm-hmm. choose to die on certain hills i guess or whatever um is that it with terry cruz you got something no <laughs> I would love for somebody to tell me that they haven't experienced racism on UNLV's campus. Great. I have. For a fact, I have. I mean, that goes, it's a lot of, I mean. Scheduling an interview with, like, a, <laughs> scheduling an interview on this campus, with, well, I'm not on the campus right now, but scheduling an interview uh, in this city on that campus, it's funny when you schedule the interview and you walk in and then you end up telling them, who you are and what you're here to do. Who I am and what I'm here to do. And you should see how the faces go from where can we direct you to, oh shit, we didn't, didn't know that know. the press was here. Why, I don't look like the press? That's fine. So we get a lot of that. And I would love for somebody to tell me that they don't experience racism on campus, because that's a fact, cool. But I've had a person find out my name was Terrell and say, why can't they name you John or Bob? What the fuck do I look like? I would look like a John or a Bob. By the way, I've, I, I'm, and I don't think I've ever said this on this podcast before, but the way that his wife looked at me let me know certain things about this city. And if I was truthfully an ain't shit human being, I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, because names is about to go out. Names is about to start flying. Um, <laughs> I can tell you what I can do. Um, let's talk about Delonte West in all seriousness. Um, seen some some real disturbing video going on about Delonte West. I'm not even gonna make it a really really long drawn out thing, but I just want to make a link and a correlation really quick to what Marshawn Lynch said. Um, Get your chicken. Yeah, man. Take care of your chicken and take care of your mental. Um, I don't know any other ways to say it, man. Being a professional athlete is one of the most misunderstood professions, I feel like. Just because, for one, it's temporary, it's mad temporary um, in the grand scheme of, your, of, uh, like of somebody's life. And then secondly, you've gotta like, these dudes have to pivot like at some point in their lives into right. something different that they just might, up until that point in their life, literally is consistent of that. So it's, I don't even know how to do this. And not to say like, you probably made it out of a difficult situation. So when you're done, you're gonna go back to that, not equipped to, you know, have longevity with whatever you've sustained like throughout your career. So, I mean, I don't know, it's it's tough. I agree. No, I just agree with everything that he said. It is tough. And I don't think people like, especially with like black people, 
we don't take mental health serious. And I think that's, that's the problem. That's not people should. I think that's just, like, a problem within our community because, like, people are so quick to call other people crazy. But, like, have you ever thought of asking, like, are you okay? Like, are like how are you feeling today? Are you mentally okay? Like, I check on my friends and, like, I was like, like how's Got your mental? To. Like, because I know, like, I have mental breakdowns because I overwork myself. I get so overwhelmed and I don't think I could do everything. And it's like, it's draining. And so, like, that having a mom or a friend that, like, texts me every once in a while, like, how are you doing mentally? Like, and a lot of times that question, when it gets asked to you, you don't even realize that you haven't asked yourself. So when a person does ask you, it's like, how do I feel? Let me take some time and figure it out. Like, I don't know. Give me a second. Let me get back to you. Uh, I, I, I got a friend that does that, too. She'll literally call me and she'll say three words, mental health check. And that's it. And like she'll, she'll leave like fucking dead air and just sit on the phone. And I'll be like, how you know? Like, I, I, needed, I needed this call right now. So... Um, those moments are important. Um, again, uh, two things that you, that you mentioned that literally segue into two things I want to talk about. I want to talk about something that I called for years, hood PTSD. I'm in this class, urban studies, or excuse me, urban adventure, and um, you, it can also be described as secondary trauma. And what that means is, like, so like I said, for instance, it may not have been something that happened to you, but it could be stories that you've heard, it could be things that you've seen, it could be just things, that you, certain scenarios, yeah. certain situations you don't want to put yourself back in. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you never heard me talk about it. Essentially what I mean is, um, I don't like sitting in the middle of a restaurant. I don't like it. Only because if I hear a loud noise, I have to literally do a 360 to find out where it came from, as opposed to if I'm sitting in a corner like that, yeah. I know all I gotta do is pivot this way. So that's just like a personal preference for me. I don't like when cars turn down the block and hit their lights. I don't like when cars circle the block twice. Um, I don't like pulling in people's driveway with my headlights yeah, on. Yeah, mad, mad like, little things, things like that. I just don't like. Like I don't like headlights shining through people's windows because you can, uh, it's certain things I just don't do. Um, so the reason why, when you mention things like that, you got these athletes, some of these athletes who come from areas like that and when they take money back to that area, it's not with the intention of bettering that area. It's with the intention of, look what I got, guys. And the more and more that you do that, when it's not there, they're gonna look at you and they're gonna say, well, where did it go? And we're so distracted by money. Um, if y'all listen to Cole, y'all would know that, but he makes emo music, Never mind. And it's like, that, that, is, that doesn't translate to, to wellness. You can be, you know, you know what I mean, in the first tier of, of wealth and be more well off than somebody with much more, you know, physical property, like much more material things than you. Much um, more chicken. I mean, we see it all the time. They rest in peace. We see celebrities killing themselves all the time. All the People time. People who are legendary who come in the news and they kill themselves because something wasn't right. They weren't happy. Something wasn't getting fulfilled. They could have been depressed. Maybe nobody was talking to them, but people look at all the material things, but they had 10 houses, 15 cars. They could have went anywhere and did what, literally almost whatever they wanted to do with their money, and it still wasn't enough for them. That's why people need to take out that material out of their mind and realize you can be, like you just said, you can be happier than somebody with like twice as much as you are. 
and this doesn't mean that anybody's life is more important than the next, but anytime I hear that, the one name that resonates with me is Robin Williams. Long live Robin Williams. Thank you for putting a smile on so many people's faces for as long as you did. Long live the GOAT. Um, yeah, again, with, with Delonte West, we just we pray for his um, uplifting and his healing because he, he definitely needs it right now. Uh, speaking of that, though, this is the second thing I want to get into about what you said. You talked about them being regulated almost when you get into that and you get into that field um you know certain things you can do you have you have your your boundaries and you know there's things that you can't deviate from i watched the uh hot 97 interview with antonio brown yeah and did you watch it yeah yeah so one of the things that he said i took a couple of little notes on it one of the things that he said and i thought it was real interesting he talked about having a schedule and i think it was one of the most candid things that i interview because I thought it was interesting because they asked the question and he answered it, but it was telling because I'm sure you know this. I'm sure everybody knows this. You, you, you guys have all done journalism in some aspect. Um, when you ask a person a question, you may have a certain answer and maybe that you're not, I mean, I guess I can't say that expecting that you're expecting to get almost. And then even when you get it, you sometimes still leave that dead air. Just be like, let's see if they feel it. And that's usually the more filling part because that's what they wanted to tell you. They answered your question, but whatever they pack on is what they wanted to get out in the first feelings were the feelings. When he jumped into they they were talking about why was he wilding on social media? Essentially, he could have said, you know what I mean? I'm going through some shit, whatever the case may be. He got into the fact that he was off schedule. And if anybody who listens, who, who plays football, knows anything about football, coaches will tell you that it's such a timing game that you need to have on schedule plays. You can't be off schedule. And I thought it was interesting that he used that verbiage because a lot of people, if you're in that football mind, you'll think football wise. But even if you're thinking football wise, he was talking life wise. And let me explain. He talked about not being on that schedule. He talked about basically having a form of stability in the form of football. He knew this is where I had to be on this day. This is where I had to be on this day. This is what time I had to be here on this day. And it kind of gave him some sort of structure to his life. Being released and literally having all that free time, it goes back to what my dad told me as a 14-year-old. Idle time. Ridiculous. And idle mind is the devil's playground. And ever since I heard that, people ask me now, why do you work five and six jobs and why do you feel the need to do this? And why do you don't? Why do you not go to sleep? And all these different things. I, I know how powerful my mind is, and I know how much I think. So I'd rather just put it to work because it's gonna work regardless. Word. No, that's what work. So <laughs> I might as well put my shit behind a computer and get these fingers to typing, as opposed to me sitting on a computer or sitting on my couch trying to figure out, hmm, what do you want to do with this seven hours of energy you got? So. Oh, I didn't know if that was you or the computer. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, damn, what I got planned. Um, so I thought that was important from the AB interview because we talked about it, interestingly, interestingly enough, episode 16, Florida Man, AB, one of the Florida men, we talked about the idea of being institutionalized. And we talked about, and I specifically brought up family members who, there's a certain level of comfort in prison because you know that you're getting Bruh. three meals, you know that you got somewhere to sleep, you know that you're going to take a shower. As opposed to being out and not necessarily knowing where those things are coming from. Got to make everything from scratch, yeah. 
So with that being said, I wanted to kind of just mention all of those things to circulate back to what we said about Delonte West. Back to basically apply that same exact thing to, De, to uh, Antonio Brown. Don't wait for it to get Delonte West level for us to say pray for Antonio Brown. He told us in that interview why we need to pray for him. That's yeah. it. He definitely uh, put some more context into what events transpired. And you can just see it, man. And I hate seeing it, bro. But there's nothing – like he said, nobody is there no longer uh, anymore to defend him. Being a part of a team at least, he had brothers, he had coaches, he had agents, he had people controlling, you know, or already at his defense. They had people, you know, along his side, side by side with him. But it's like when you take all that away, man, it's so nasty, the, the commentary on his name online. Like, y'all are waiting. The lack of understanding. Y'all are waiting for – y'all are just hoping that this man explodes. When, and he kind of gave us an insight to who he is on the, with the interviews. And it's like, yo, he's a charismatic dude. Like, he can't not be that. And, yeah, I'm going to express myself differently now that I don't have anything to do. But – I'm aware of who I like. I still know who I am, and people around me not. It's just, man, like it's it's frustrating because it's just like, why are y'all so eager to see a negative headline? Why are you guys so eager to watch the car crash? Like, sadly, I was waiting, not waiting, but I kind of anticipated something with with officers and him going to jail and like something. So I got when I got the notification one day, it said Antonio Brown arrested. I'm like, why do I feel like y'all y'all were so ready to get this out and there's no context behind it? Like, oh, trust me, they do they do that for the headline. When on, we, we on mentioned it before, on me, on me. It was on talk that talk. I think you might have been the one on it. We talked about the OBJ LSU uh yeah. arrest warrant for like maybe three seconds. We were like, dog, they wanted the headline, they got it, they let him go. We know what, what they wanted. Like you <laughs> weren't everything. gonna keep Odell back. Get out of my face. Um That's I some of the bullshit. Want, That's like what we were saying. Like it's, it's just bullshit. It's a lot of bullshit. Call the law. Um Miss T. I want honest opinions right now, and this is a serious moment real quick. I want to talk about the Dwayne Wade and Zaya situation. We, we got into that. We got into that a little bit when you weren't here. Oh, did you? Swag. Yeah. So who wants to lead the conversation? Do I lead it? Well, we were just talking about how, like, people on social media are, like, blaming Dwayne Wade for being a good father. Like, he was supposed to, like, say fuck you to his 12-year-old or, like, People are questioning him, saying that he's so obsessed with, like, his daughter's sexuality and stuff like that because that means that he's gay. And I'm like, really? Like, are you guys dumb? Like, Supporting your kid means you're too involved in... Uh, yeah, I was seeing those type of, like, That's tweets, so and I'm like, you guys are so mad. Like, why are you guys so mad? It's a valid question. Did anybody answer you? No. Of they course did. they're not. But, like, people are just so, like... I don't know if people were this mad about the Caitlyn Jenner situation, but like. <laughs> you did. Not be- the black people. <laughs> it's like, like now it's touching the core where it's like, yeah, it's almost like that's taboo for us. And if people want to just take that group approach towards like, now nah, it's not all right when. And overall, this situation has put parenting in context for me. And I've learned through life experiences that. You know, when you change, when, like when you go through new stages of life, you can't you can't anticipate what's going to happen. So as a parent, having children, none of your children are going to be the same. Like you literally can't predict 
what this little creature is gonna want to do. I love I, kid, that you create the like, you know, look, look, it's, 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 it's analytical. But like, yeah, no, but like my child, like, like they're gonna they're gonna have their own, you know, they're gonna get into their own shit, like, and as a parent. Right, you can no longer just be like, oh, I'm, no, I'm not parenting that food no more. That nigga tripping, like, nah, for real. Not, like, yo, like, even though gotta, parents do it, that's a fact. But it's like, yo, if anything, it's salute to him for not, for one, his life, it's like that today in, this, in today's day and age. Parents got to deal with that. So no doubt. the fact that it's D Wade is he's it's on the public spotlight and it's somebody that you know we just are interested in seeing how he handles it. And people are ready to scrutinize them for it, but it's like, yo, how would you do it? You leaving your, you you up and abandoning your child? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, too. Like, what do of you? Of course not. What are you supposed to do? And I think you kind of you kind of asked the question. Like, are you supposed to look at your kid and be like, nah, bro, you tripping? Like, I can't I can't do that no more. So I don't really understand what people expected Dwayne Wade to do. Shout out to to Dwayne Wade for doing what he did because at the same time, too, um, I think it was a nip quote, and I don't want to necessarily like get the quote wrong and if it's not even a nip quote it wouldn't surprise me because shit be circulating it's not but um it sounds like something that he probably would have said um but i'm gonna paraphrase it essentially he said we don't possess people we don't we simply get to experience them and at the end of the day that goes with your kid too like i understand that that is your kid and you may feel like you own that kid but at the end of the day you don't like that person is going to be able to do what they do that person is going to be able to operate the way that they operate and what that means is that person is probably going to make decisions that you probably wouldn't have made it's not for you to make yeah and on that note man kind of serious i guess but shout out to the lgbtq community what you mean shout out to serious. that's super serious shout out to them yeah like um it's a serious topic we on right now it's a it's a concept that I, I ponder about just because I, I wish things weren't difficult for them. Like, I don't mean that. Like I said, I'm never going to devalue another person's plight in their eyes. Um, and I know that, you know, people that come to those decisions to come out or try and transform their lifestyle and, and deal with the reactions to it, I know it's far from easy. And you wouldn't be doing it simply because You've seen it on Instagram, so now I'm about to do it and see how people treat me. Like, no, you're not going to turn. No, you're not doing that. So, like, you know, it's something that I, I, would, I don't completely, you know, have a grasp around how it happens. And, and But I, 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 I empath with them. And I just, you know, shout out to them. Shout out to y'all. Um, live your truth. You know what I mean? The internet is just so quick to react. And, I, and Rory said it on the podcast, on the Joe Button podcast before, too. People just want to be the first to say something. And I think it's kind of funny because even though we talk a lot about not being able to shoot the podcast as often as we want to because we're in school and everybody's working and things of that nature, um, it, it's a blessing in disguise because we, we let things breathe a little bit before we come on and talk. So I think it's a, it's a good thing for us, too. It could be a little... Um, What's the word? It could be a little advantageous of us to have something like that. But, um, of course, if we could shoot more, we, w- we would shoot more. But going into that conversation, too, the social, social media just wants to be social media just wants to be heard simply because everybody was saying, I understand the argument of um, sex changes and transgender and just things of that nature. Um, and even just homosexuality being forced upon the young kids. I am completely with that. I agree with that. Don't force that on the kids. Let them be able to make their own decision. Here's the difference, though. Zaya is 12. So this is what's kind of interesting to me. Whenever everybody was kind of like, how, do, how does she know what she wants to be at 12 years old? Da, 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 da. 
I had to tell somebody, in all honesty, <laughs> you know what you were into. And this is the part where I tell them myself, I'm like six or seven years, and this also goes back to a bigger conversation we can have with my social media real quick. Um, I, seven or eight years old, I knew for a fact that I was attracted to women because you know one thing on the woman body that used to stand out to me? And I used to be like, I was one of those, maybe you can call me a perverted ass seven-year-old or eight-year-old or whatever, but I knew something was different you around had, that age. had older siblings. That's a fact. Shout out to Jarrell. Um, <laughs> but uh, you, you know when something's just different around that time. The dark part of the cheek, if she's wearing booty shorts. I was going to say which <laughs> I was like seven or eight, and that shit used to do something to me, dog. I used to be like. Yo, <laughs> I was thinking like cheek. I thought he was gonna talk about like highlighters or like makeup products. I'm no, face. absolutely like, not. Calf or something like absolutely he like. Absolutely said cheek. The cheek, because my whole point is I'm like seven or eight. So if I'm yeah. seven or eight and shit like that used to excite me, you can't tell me a twelve year old who has Instagram right now don't know what they want. You middle can't convince school. me of that. You figure it out in middle school. You know what you want, bro. You play yeah, hide and yeah, go get yeah. it. You, you figure, play grab ass. You play something. Yeah, you figure it Stop out by middle school. Friday. Yeah, like, it, when you think about the shit that we did in middle school and high school, we were like, yo, we all could have been facing charges, dog. Like, we were doing wild shit. So, to see this social media <laughs> right now, how you going to tell me a 12-year-old don't know what they want? Bullshit. Um, I mean, to relate it to something else, um, I mean, 12 is literally the age of accountability. And to, for anybody from different, you know, faith backgrounds, but... If you can be an adolescent um, and realize that you, you want to subscribe to a certain religion or you want to be baptized or you want to, you know, go to your first mass or anything like that, I, you probably can also internalize your own sexuality. Like, who's to say? Say it again. For sure. And then they move to the bigger hill. Yeah. And Juvie is some shit too, because a lot of people don't know about Juvie, but like certain things like that shit can trigger PTSD. Like for instance, uh, I got a homie who he played football and, and he went to Juvie. So I'll put it this way. I guess I'll tell the Juvie story first. He uh, had this thing where growing up in high school, like we used to kind of have fun with it. It was always just, boring shit in high school after school doing ignorant shit with the homies um we did this one thing where we used to uh you i guess you could say go body but we called it locking simply because you probably know what i'm talking about you put your foot side by side whichever your lead foot was let's say it's my left foot so my left foot is side by side with the homie left foot and we're side by side on like our feet yeah we plant them motherfuckers the first nigga to move their foot you lost and that's just the way they were rock so um, we, I think, I'm trying to figure out how we even started thought of that game, and I think the homie brought it up because he was like, early mornings, like it was sometimes those times where they were busting the bunks. I mean, uh, where the bunk beds were, and be like, lock up. That dude. Yeah, and their whole thing was like, what the fuck? They didn't realize the first time when he heard that he rolled out of bed and there was tires on the ground. The fuck? What? The closest person next to you, you step one foot in, and y'all lock. The first person that steps out loses. I don't know if that shit is legal. 
in juvie, but that's the shit that was going on. So the reason why I was talking about hood PTSD is because busting in that damn room early morning lockup, huh? the homie was playing football. His coach told him, strap up. You seen the look on a nigga face. He had to kind of take a double. Where the fuck am I at right now? So certain things like that, I feel like are really, really like big. So I feel like you can't assume, like you said, you talk about the age of 12 years old. You can't downplay a person's age because of what you were doing at 12. That doesn't mean that a person, and, I'm, and I don't know why people are so like hesitant to, to, to admit it. The way that we were ahead of our parents, this next generation is ahead of us. Check the camera real quick. Like, because it's blinking. Nah, you you right about that one. Okay, then it should be fine. Um, maybe it might be getting full, but we're almost done with this pod anyway. But um, no, it's cer- no certainly though because uh, is it? All right, we gonna um we gonna pause this real quick. We're going to come back to it. Is that it on, on Dwayne Wade and Zaya? Is that it? Shout out to that family. Yeah. Y'all go through a lot, and y'all go through a lot in the public eye. Uh, on that, on that y'all note. Y'all probably some of the best that handle it. So, shout out to y'all. Facts. Check up on your younger siblings, man. Be, be, a, be, be a big, be a good, you know, older, older sister, brother, cousin, aunt, nephew, whatever. Because not everybody is not going to open up to their parents, clearly. Um, like that, so. Or have welcoming parents. So invite those conversations. Definitely do that. Um, shout out to 50 Cent, man. 50 Cent finally got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I want to give him his flowers while he's still here. Um, you know what's funny, man? Uh, I've always said that my level of respect for Fifth goes beyond music. It, it um, He's one of those people that... I kind of view in that Jay vein simply because I look at Jay a lot and I don't see too many situations where I can say, even if you disagree with how he went about it, did he lose? And that's kind of just the way I feel about the fifth situation. And I defend a lot of things that fifth does when I probably shouldn't. And um, people, people ask me all the time, like, why do you feel that way? Knowing how I feel about like not blocking and not unfriending shit like that. I tell them, I feel like a certain part of me understands where fifth is coming from with certain things like if you beef with a person it's like bro it's it's just this is a forever thing like there's no reason for it to go for us to try to back like mend it if it's one of those situations if we know that it's one of those situations then it's one of those situations it's for life what we got to talk about it for and i respect it and then somebody um tweeted it and said that they realized why 50 cent acts the way that he acts that man got shot nine times. They had to realize. I can't, like, I can't trust y'all niggas. Yeah, like people have actually made attempts on that man's life. Like he, yeah, he 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 does. And on top of that, a lot of it he doesn't know. Or even if he does know now, of course he probably wouldn't come out and, and explain that. But knowing that situation, he's let's say he doesn't know who did it. He looking at everybody like could have been you, could have been you. You could know the person. You could have sent the person. So who knows? But um, like it's like you said, you talked about athletes be, coming from a certain place, reaching a certain pinnacle. 
and having to adjust light to life after that. I think Fifth is one of those prime examples. Jay is one of those prime examples. Nip was one of those prime examples um, of coming from a particular place, reaching a certain level, and realizing, okay, this is the way I'm gonna transition gracefully. This is the way I'm gonna get away from that. So uh, shout out to him, shout out to Fifth. Uh, and then I realized I was old as shit because this album turned 17 years old and since when did Get Rich or Die Try come out 17 years ago? 20 is making a lot of stuff way too old. Like, damn, man. Like, I was a kid 15, 16 years ago? Like, huh? I shouldn't be saying this was 15 years ago. Like, <laughs> nasty. <laughs> Kobe won his first title 20 years ago against the Pacers. Makes you be like, how old am I? I mean, the 2000s were just so referenceable. <laughs> Bro, I had the G unit chain with the jeans shorts and the big white tee. Like, we all had that. In the headband. And the 2000s were so, like, attached to the 90s as well. That is like, yo, that it's shit coming was, back. Like, that shit was 30 years ago. It's coming back. <laughs> that 90s player is coming back for sure. For sure. But like the time, the time stamps on things these days, man, yeah, it's wild. Y'all got finishing up points. Y'all got final points. Episode 17 of the ODP. About to wrap it up. Um, we might think it's a game, and at the end of the day, it might not be that much of a threat. But I'm, I'm about to be the first nigga out here wearing, wearing the, the I don't know, I, I don't trust y'all mask. Oh, period. I work in that work. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Yo, I'm about it was to. Was on my list as well. Rest in peace to the, uh, to anybody affected by the coronavirus. Uh, the coronavirus whistleblower who originally brought it to to the forefront where everybody said, no, you're crazy. This is not the case. That person uh, recently passed away as well. So rest in peace to that person as well. Take care of your mental. Take care of your chicken. Take care of yourself. I heard it came from bat soup. I know it's different cultures, so I can't really speak to certain things. But it's like, yo, stay away from certain things like that, I'm assuming. Yo, if you sneeze in your hand and I catch you, like, I'm not gonna lie, you might get elbows for the rest of our existence. And wash your hands after you use the bathroom, please. Just, just wash, wash, not using wash them multiple times, dog. I hate that. Yeah. Yes, you do. Why they need the sign? They have to put that sign up so they're not held liable for dirty motherfuckers like you. Like, no, no, no. We told them that it's policy, but they didn't do it. And I'm like, people. At my job, like girls will walk out of the stall and then walk out. At my job and too. Like, and I was gonna say, yeah, especially if you work in a public public domain, like. Not even that. If you work in a call center, you gotta pick up a head a headset. Like somebody else. Not even use that. Them. Like who? Like. Why do you even feel comfortable for your own self? Like, yeah, like. I wash my hands so much. Yeah, like you get ashy from washing and, and your hands. And I carry hand sanitizer because like people I need give to. me heebie-jeebies. <laughs> yeah, people are really gross. Yeah, don't underestimate how disgusting people are. That's all I can say. You're underestimating. You hey, when you, when if you, you still out here underestimating in 2020 that niggas is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Misinformed. Yeah, so, hey, fuck. If you see me with the mask, bro. <laughs> Just keep walking. 
Keep it pushing. Don't even dab me up that day. I got yeah. the mask on, bro. Just, that's yeah. my that's my vibe. Like, I'm, not gonna, I'm not even going to hold you. There was one particular time where I did get the swine flu. And when I went to the hospital, like, and they told me it was like a minor case. Like, I was, as long as I wasn't, because mine wasn't severe because I wasn't coughing. They were like, right? They were like, oh, okay. But then when they heard about it, like, the nurse brought me. It was a fine nurse, too, bro. She brought me the little mask. And I just looked at her. I was like. Yeah, like I can't shoot my shot with a surgical mask on. What kind of shit is That's this? Tough. No, yeah, we gotta start. Mar- we gotta stop marginalizing the Asian culture when they when they do things like that because they 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 try to protect they protect themselves. They, try, they, they really see, do. I did see something from, on, from the shoes in the house to everything. Like, but I did see something on Twitter that was like because it came from China. They were like they get offended now because they were like y'all brought it here. Of course, Twitter's gonna quit. Twitter's gonna Twitter. So, Twitter's gonna Twitter. Twitter's gonna Twitter. Um, anything else? Wash your hands. Take care of your chicken. Yeah. Fuck it. Mask on. Mask on. Anything else? Well, if that's the case, I guess we just gonna let somebody rock out, and who we gonna have take us out? Nobody better than Fifth, right? Episode seventeen. Until next time, Relly, hey. Taylor, signing out. Yeah, I know.